This is Marketing Jam, a show featuring the brightest minds in marketing. Let's talk about SEO quickly. This whole search engine optimization thing. People are frustrated by it, confused by it, and there are so many SEO tools out there. Free ones, subscription ones. Which one's the best? Do you ever feel like it's been this dark art, this mystic craft hidden for only certain people to understand? Well, here at Jelly, it all became clear when we started using Ahrefs. The reports we got, the clarity on site ranking, and so much more. Today, for all our clients, we provide Ahrefs reporting and use the tool to audit sites. It's the premier SEO tool that gives you the confidence you're providing top-notch reports and data to your clients. Let the only confusing thing be how the tool's name is said. Check them out at ahrefs.com. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Marketing Jam. Uh, this one is very exciting uh, because those of you that uh, agree or disagree uh, with what project management tools are used and to run for your agency, or maybe you're on the market for the best project management tool, um, I have invited Joel from Monday.com mostly because when I meet with owners in Vancouver and we figure out kind of, you know, we did an Excel sheet, there's about 200 of us that are on the Slack channel and we meet for lunch on occasion when we could. Um, we ask them what project management tool system they use. The majority use Monday.com. Uh, I have been invited in on projects with other agencies and they use Monday.com. So I am intrigued and blown away by some of the work that they do, some of the advertising that they do. And so I reached out to Joel and he was so kind enough to come on the show. Wow, amazing. Thank you for having me. It's actually really cool to hear that so many people use Monday within your little tiny community. Mm -hmm. of, yeah, uh, no, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's a very uh, powerful tool. And I think, yeah, you, you've got the big ones on the market, right? Like the options of it, it's typically either like Basecamp, Asana or Monday. And, and I find in the creative field and in the marketing field, Monday um, holds the majority at the moment. It's amazing. And I, I, I'd probably guess that most people came from using whiteboards and excel and sticky notes and then went into one of these tools yeah. which is which is like really interesting to see where our competition like where our market share came from over the last few years as we kind of went from zero to what we are now yeah um it, it was interesting to see that people we weren't getting huge amounts of market share from our competition but rather from just people who didn't know that this tool or a tool like this exists yeah so it's kind of and like what yeah yeah, and, and, and what is it that you can what you love about each one? Like I find, and this is just maybe personality or the computer they use, like folks that love PC computers love Asana, right? They're on a PC. Really? Love, yeah, yeah, and, and they're more Asana-based. But those that are maybe on a Mac, I find lean more towards like Basecamp, which was, again, which is the tool we use, or Monday. And, and if you're more visual, Monday and Basecamp kind of provide that for you. And, and it's hard though, right? Because even thinking of leaving a tool, uh, going from one to the other, you got to, it's a big decision because it, basically it's the tool that runs your shop. Yeah. Sneaky little insight that I probably shouldn't be allowed to say, but there is a high correlation between Mac users and Monday users. Yeah. So yeah. like a huge overwhelming majority of the people who sign up for our tool actually use Mac. Yeah. No, it makes sense. And, and Joel, you're in Israel, which is also the home of, if people didn't know, you mentioned uh, Fiverr, uh, Wix, and um, some other great companies that are just yeah. Waze came out of here. Lemonade, the insurance company. Um, some very very exciting uh, companies coming out of here, and it's it's kind of a big startup central. So yeah, um, yeah very international uh, environment here as well, uh, which is quite nice. Very cool. So Joel, I want to dig into what I find so unique about your role within Monday and and what they have you doing. 
You know, it's not the typical SaaS marketer. Uh, tell me about the latest kind of adventure you're on and, uh, you know, maybe why you're doing it and, and what the support of Monday has been for you to, to try something unique. Interesting. Okay. I'll try to do it succinctly and, um, and short. Your cat mug, I don't know if people are just listening to this without any visuals. I'm going to describe what I'm looking at. And it's just a cat mug. The big cat face that smiles at me every time you drink from it. So it's very distracting. This, this is your attempt at getting audio-only listeners to come and watch the video. So thank you. Thank you, Joel. Yeah. Oh, where are the videos hosted in comparison to the audio? Yeah. So if you want to watch it on video, you can find us on YouTube or uh, uh, Facebook, Instagram, etc. cetera. Uh, but otherwise, audio, wherever you find your audio uh, listening device uh, leaning towards. So... In Monday, how we do marketing or how we've done marketing over the last six years is we've had this uh, incredibly ag aggressive growth through mainly acquisition marketing. Mm -hmm. um, and acquisition marketing in comparison to brand marketing is very, very different. So brand marketing, you're trying to um, heighten the uh, positive affiliation with your brand or maybe create brand awareness amongst an audience that doesn't know you or make people like you more, for example. Um, increase that connection between the warm fuzzy feeling and your product so acquisition marketing is very very different acquisition marketing is you need to be able to understand okay if i spend ten thousand dollars in a marketing campaign today with a specific creative ad on a specific platform for a specific yeah. target audience for example yeah. males between the ages of 30 to 50 in a in a city that use a MacBook computer and mm -hmm. work in a creative agency. I need yeah. to know that if I spend $10,000 today, I'm going to, how long is it going to take me to get that money back? Um, over what period of time? And then from that audience or that cohort, how much money they're going to keep paying me. And yeah. once I understand that, then I can be extremely aggressive and scale that um, at a huge level yeah. because it's not just chucking money out into the air. It's an investment as if I'm putting in a dollar today, in six yeah. months I get that money back and then I'm making a dollar on that every six months from then. Yeah. So that's how companies like SaaS companies like ours and other companies yeah. around the world are growing and scaling so aggressively. Yeah. Now, we went into a specific uh, problem where then you have ad saturation. For example, yes. on YouTube, we had a period a while ago where we made a lot of, some of them were even quite nice ads, some of them were even good, but um, they were performing very, very well on an acquisition level for us and then you have a massive ad saturation. And that's why you see these same ads. Hey, sign up for monday.com or- Oh, everywhere. If you use a tool, yeah. yeah, if you, <laughs> if you, um, if you manage a team, you need to be using monday.com. And the reason you're seeing that everywhere is because it's financially, it's making sense for us. And yeah. then it takes us a long time to understand the bad brand impact that could yeah. be having because of the oversaturation. Cause we're not aware of the, you know, we, we're aware of the 98% of people who are seeing the ad once or twice, getting some value and coming and signing up. We're not aware of the 1% or 2% who happen to be seeing the ad 100 million times because mm -hmm. we're not that in control of what Google or Facebook does with their black box algorithms. Um, okay, so once we understood all of that, we understood that we need to do also brand marketing because, for example, acquisition marketing. Sorry, I'm going to keep going on acquisition for a bit no, because I think it really lays the ground to understand. Um, so, so acquisition marketing, if you take, let's take YouTube and Facebook for, yeah. for an example. So on Facebook, if I want to get a message across, I need to tell you what this tool is, the value that you're going to get from it, like the the pain to the, or the, sorry, the solution to your pain that I'm going to solve for you. And I need to do, get you to click within on Facebook within like a thumb stopping second, less yes. than a second. I need with one image and no sound, one yeah. graphic, and if on Facebook, I don't know if people might not be aware, but you can only have 20% text on that image yeah. for specific ads. So that's a very, very difficult game. 
And that means you're only getting a very, very short, small message in there. And if you're aggressively marketing, so then people are seeing a lot of these ads and they can think your tool is only a project management tool or your tool is only for, I, I don't know, it's very uh, um, minimizing of what people people understand or the message you can give over very, very short. If you take something like YouTube, which is already a whole world of difference because here in YouTube, I have until the skip button, which is five seconds, mm -hmm. plus I have audio. So I can tell a whole lot of more of a story. So even if yeah. you skip, even if you skip the ad, I can still put a whole world of stories into your head because I've got five seconds that can tell you who is it for? Like, what's mm -hmm. the target audience? I can say, if you manage a team, that's mm -hmm. already the target audience. And then if I say, um, uh, uh, what I want you to do or, or the name of the company as well, you'll notice a lot of YouTube acquisition ads will have the name of the company in the first five seconds and a call to action, what yeah. they want you to do. So they'll say, if you're a manager, um, you need to use monday.com, go to monday.com and sign up to get started on your free account or whatever that happens to be for the first five yeah. seconds. Uh, so Wix does that very, very well. We actually kind of stole that model from Wix. Um, Interesting. In a, in, a, in a very, very, yeah, I, I don't know if stealing is the word, but. Um, you were inspired by them. You were inspired. Yeah. Very much. I think they were the first ones that we saw that had this formula that was super, super clear of mm. say the product name, yeah. show it in, show the URL in yeah. a graphic on the screen so people can understand where to go to and take that call to action. Okay, so after a few years, I was working in marketing here Monday for a few years yeah. um, and making ads as a creative. And I really, really enjoyed that. And it's very, very fascinating because you have this massive overlap between uh, the numbers and it's very becomes very, very data-driven. And it's not just you're putting an ad out there and seeing if people like it or not. You're putting an ad out there and then seeing if people, if it actually sells to people. Yeah. Is this creating business impact? And if it's not, then you can tweak and you do it in-house and iterate really, really quickly. Yeah. Um, and and that's that's a very, very fun, I'm not going to call it a game, but it's like a, it's a yeah. fantastic challenge uh, between being a creator and having business impact. And then you have a great relationship between the numbers people, yeah. the, the media buyers or the mm -hmm. analysts and the people who are doing the creative and you influence each other's worlds a lot. That's very fun. That's so awesome. after doing all of that, um, I wanted to go more into helping us tell larger stories mm. uh, and telling telling larger stories more than what we can say in five seconds or more than what you can say in in a thumb-stopping moment. Um, and so we started doing that actually in subway campaigns in New York. Mm -hmm. It was our first initial attempt at that. Nice. And that seemed to work really, really well for us. And we really enjoyed it and other people enjoyed it. And it was the first time we started getting a lot of positive online social impact um, or, or chatter, basically yeah. people talking on Twitter and taking photos and uploading stories to Instagram. And New York is a great hub of creatives and you know, marketing agencies and ad agencies. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, and, and we just found it was a fantastic place. We had this captured audience, this captive yeah. audience. Like you can imagine people on the subway. Yeah. They, they get on the subway for 15, 20 minutes yeah. and they want to look anywhere besides the person's eyes opposite them. So if you put something funny yeah. <laughs> above above them um and it kind of also includes your product so yeah. then you, you have a it's a major win and yeah. and and that kind of got me addicted to wanting to do things that were kind of giving rather than taking mm -hmm. from an audience yeah. rather than just getting people to sign up all the time um go into a position where you're giving people some either value or entertainment and yeah. that that leads me to this new YouTube channel, which I've created. That took a long time to get there, but I've created this new YouTube channel within Monday and it's called yeah. Will It Automate? Yes. And yeah, and so essentially I try to automate things um, that don't need automating. It's amazing. So, 
So, so for example, the few, first few things I've come up with was um, the first example was I created, I wanted to try automate uh, motivating employees or yeah. motivating people on your team when everyone's working from home during COVID. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 29% of people are less motivated. I know that everyone's just sitting at home kind of half working. I, yeah. I feel like some people, I like it's a joke, but I know someone who who is, I'm not sure if they're joking about it or not, but but they said that they kind of got accepted at a job at Google yeah. before Corona and then yeah. got accepted at a job at Facebook after and kind of just kept working both jobs for a while. Um, <laughs> okay. So basically, I wanted, in order to help motivate people uh, from afar, in order to automate that, what I did is essentially I built a cookie machine, which mm-hmm. holds Oreos and sits above my team member's desk, Molly. She's very funny. We work great together. She's in all the videos. So I, I, I went to her house and drilled this machine into her wall on top of her desk and connected it to Monday's automations. And essentially, every time she clicks done on a project and I click approve, it drops a cookie onto her desk. Oh, that's that amazing. Was, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's um, it's 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 pretty funny. It's I tr- we try really hard to be funny. Funny mm-hmm. is money, but um, yes, that's one example. Another example of something that I tried to automate is is human intimacy. So, for example, I live overseas. I'm from Australia, and my family lives in Australia. Yeah. And um, I know a lot of my friends also that that are expats. We have like a really hard time keeping in touch with yeah. family and etc. Yeah. etc. Et however, that works. So I built like an auto texting machine oh. that works from within Monday. So it kind of connects to, from Monday to Twilio yeah. and also to Unsplash. So, and also to Twitter. So, so essentially like you, you have all these generic messages. If you can imagine each row or each item is a generic message and then you pick family members it, or it's automatic, automatically sends text through Twilio. And then if you want, you can just click like uh, unsplash and then type in a, a search term and we'll just pick like a random dog out from unsplash or whatever you type in so that That's was amazing this is amazing and, and are you using zapier to do a lot of this yeah so we use zapier and yeah. integra the two tools okay. that are automatically built in with monday and they're yeah. so good because you yeah. can literally just build you feel you can build amazing things in just yeah. a few clicks without having to write any code so you That's can order when this, when like basically, if this then that, when something happens, then send a text or, um, I don't know, send an email or when an e- an order is placed on my yeah. Shopify website, yeah. send me a notification and tell my team, etc. Yeah. It makes you feel like Iron Man is what it is. It's um, totally Jarvis. Jarvis is in your Jar- Jarvis is in your your world now in your life. So that's really cool. Yeah. So my my vision for this is to be able to tell larger larger stories about Monday because. At the end of the day, um, I, I can be quite cynical about everything. Yeah. You know, we're a project, we're not a project manager, but we're, we're a work operating system. Yes. We help businesses around the world and it can be quite dry. Yes. And I wanted to find a way of, of selling this um, or, or, or really explaining m- more of the depth of what people do with Monday. Um, yeah. So not just putting in tasks and not just putting in projects, but connecting it with other tools and involving people around the world in larger projects that you're doing. Incredible. So that's what this channel is supposed to just be organic, funny content that um, that people enjoy watching and they see product placement, essentially. <laughs> so that's the behind and, the and, scenes of how it all works. And in it, you, you mentioned like monday.com at the end of the videos or throughout it, or it's sponsored by Monday. Is that how you got the, the brand support I'm, of it? I'm s- Still trying to figure this out. Yeah, how mm-hmm. I got the support within Monday is is um the first video I made, which was the cookie video, was the yeah. prototype, and that that essentially uses Monday to activate the cookie machine. Yes. And so it's it's just there as if 
in the same way that the drill I use to drill it into the wall is an excellent tool to drill the cooking machine into the wall. Monday is an excellent tool to know when someone's completed a project and operate a physical machine in the world. It's incredible. It's incredible. I want to talk about explaining leads to clients. CallRail gives you the call tracking you need to measure the success of your marketing efforts in real time. Discover how many calls you received from your Google ads, organic searches, social media efforts, and so much more. And hey, that's not the only reason we use CallRail. CallRail seamlessly integrates all of our call and conversion data with over 700 marketing tools and platforms, including Google Analytics and Salesforce, for a deeper insight into what's happening. Start telling the complete story to your clients. Try a free trial today with callrail.com. I, uh, I find the world of automation fascinating, especially now with you know, the, the power of, you, know, you, you say Zapier, I say Zapier. Maybe it's my French Canadian name. No, I would say it's you are saying it correctly, I hope. <laughs> oh, potato, potato. Um, but it's incredible the power that can happen and, and kind of like these, um, you know, smart homes and, you know, smart machines and smart devices. It, it's such a fascinating thing of, you know, what could you automate? Could you automate reading bedtime stories to your children? Could you automate, um, you know, remembering your anniversaries and special dates throughout the year and it sends something, right? Like that's the stuff like, you know, the, the good partner award, if you could create a, a partner tool, I would sign up for the partner tool. If you could automate me remembering <laughs> all the specific dates and times, and I could plug in, you know, like 10 important dates into a calendar and yeah. on those 10 dates, it automatically does something for my partner. I would love that. That sounds great. It sounds like a really healthy relationship that you'll build over the next, over the next 50 years of your life. If you, if you use a tool like that. Because um, I actually recently, so my partner's friend actually texted me on one of the days. I'm like, hey, don't forget. I think, you know, just as a nice soft suggestion, you know, you know, Rose would like this today. And I was like, oh, yeah. So it's almost like you're my, my you call it. You could call it my partner's friend who sends those nice, friendly texts. OK. All right. So so what you're going into the realm of something serious that can bring actual value. Um, and that's great. Thank you. I'm trying to stick in the world of what what things can I do that are terrible ideas to automate. <laughs> Like yes. terrible, terrible things that should not be automated, like human intimacy. So, so yes. you shouldn't be building an auto text in order to stay in touch with your mom. It's mm. a terrible idea, but eh, you kind of want to do it, don't you? You kind of want to okay. use it because there's, no, I... there's a bit of evil inside inside all of us. I think okay, the world so... functions, the whole economy functions off the fact that we are all lazy, greedy, yes. Yes. lonely people inside, yes. and we all want to buy this dream. And if you can create, yeah. Anyway. So, so I got one for you. Here's a challenge. I want you, if you could automate being a guest on a podcast. So, so you, maybe I send the <laughs> questions ahead of time and then you've got some tool that just answers questions at random or answers random things that, uh, that, that maybe sound okay. Like you get some robot voice yeah. or some, yeah. The best podcast guest you could ever have, right? That's what, that that's what you want to do. That would feel. be hilarious to see what a robot would be like to, to be as a, a guest. No, no joke who you should be interviewing then is a tool called GPT-3. Okay. Um, it's by a company called OpenAI. Check it out. It's the craziest AI I've ever seen and played with in my life. It's okay. unbelievable. And this AI is very, very different from any AI um, that's kind of hit the market until now. They've spent quite would a few years. Would this AI come on my show? Could I book this AI, you think? 
You probably could. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I'm not joking. I've actually seen an interview. I've seen people ask him questions, her, okay. him, it, yeah. Yeah. questions. Um, and it's very, very interesting. I've seen some interviews. They've put a bunch of years and millions, I think, or $7.4 million or something ridiculous into training this AI. And it's it's so fascinating. I, I got access to the private beta to actually play around with their tool um, just because I kind of lied to them. Uh, I said that I was going to build real tools for it with monday.com and then I'm just going to use it for funny jokes and videos. Yeah. But uh, um, I hope they don't listen to this podcast. But but definitely check it out. It's amazing. What's interesting about this AI is instead of teaching this AI math, for example, mm-hmm. by feeding it logic of how we know math, they just yeah. gave it Wikipedia and let it read all mm-hmm. of Wikipedia and it taught itself math. So it's very, it, it knows to tell stories and it is fantastic at lying and i don't think it has a grasp on what reality is and what is false or not false but it's fantastic uh intuitive at predicting what responses should be to a question for example um and so yeah go go for interview it could you could build the best podcast uh uh, guest ever i think that's a great idea amazing it's like neo from the matrix they downloaded all these programs into its brain and now it can do uh interview skills That's that's how they trained him that is amazing. So what I want you to ask, so there's other creatives uh, on the channel, there's other brands uh, listening to the show. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think is kind of the the business case now, now that you have this YouTube channel, and, and how do you think you'll continue to get to do it and prove that there's an ROI? What is the, the argument there? Wow. So you're coming into like a, a hot topic. Everything we've ever done and everything we do in the company is so proven with data and backed up by by data and metrics and you need to uh, show the return on investment otherwise it doesn't make sense and the company's not going to put a single dollar or or hour of effort into this um so the answer is and it's quite frank i don't have an answer to this quite yet i don't have an answer to how i'm going to prove the value of this basically how i prove the value of it until now was i made a few videos as prototypes and people really liked them and our customers really liked them and started sharing them and, and then people, a whole bunch of people said, commented on the video saying, wow, I never know you could do this with Monday. Or um, I hated you guys from your ads, but now all of a sudden I've changed my mind. I'm actually going to check you out. Yeah, so, yeah. so this is like, let's call it the first stage of, that's yeah. just a litmus test. Um, that's, a, that's a signal, we call it. And once you find a signal, okay, so now let's go build some metrics around what is this channel about is this channel something that we don't expect to get direct acquisition back from but we do expect to increase brand affiliation or um we do expect to tell larger stories so let's start with that and measure that and the first metric is do people like the videos do people watch them do people share them are people subscribing and it's really early on um, and we have five and a half thousand subscribers now And the first video got 60,000 views, which is very exciting. And we just did a collaboration with another YouTuber. Cool. And, and actually, the cookie machine from the first video, uh, it's quite ridiculous. We ended up manufacturing hundreds of them, 220 wow. of these cookie machines that come in these flat packs like Ikea. And you kind of just snap it all together in five minutes. And then you have a cookie machine that can sit on your desk. And we just started selling them, uh, which is hilarious. We built this whole website. If you go to willitautomate.com slash cookie, you can see this e-commerce website. We're built on Wix. And and it's it's the most fun I've ever had. I've been in Monday for six years and it's it's just it's hilarious. Like I think at the end of our lives we all need to look back and and on, on our deathbeds we can look back and say, Oh, am I proud of what I did with my life? Mm. And 
And I think the answer is this cookie machine helps me answer that one, one, you know, one gets me one step closer to being proud of what I can answer for that, even though it's the biggest joke I've ever done, which is, I'm not, I don't know how to take this for myself. But I think at the same time, like what you're doing, and again, correct me if I'm wrong and love your thoughts on this, compare it in the world of out of home, right? So billboards, you know, hockey ring ads, like bus stop ads, subway ads, like out of home is very hard to measure, but it's brand awareness. Same thing. And this is what I'd like your thoughts, podcast advertising. Would you put that? And I've talked to someone recently who said, oh, we we put our podcast advertising in out of home because it's more vague, it's unmeasurable, it's kind of throwing it out there into a show. Um, right. Or some people say they are, you no, no, it's a media buy category because you're, it's a digital okay. buy because the, some of these podcasts have it where you can auto insert pre-roll and mid-roll, right? And you can buy them by the Absolutely. impressions. Uh, it's a fantastic way. So we, we actually look at podcast and radio advertising as out of home as well. Okay. Um, and we do have ways, many, many ways of measuring it, but that's because it's at a much larger scale. But yeah, I a hundred percent agree that what I'm doing fits very, very much into the category of out of home. Yeah. You are it's a long-term goal um, and and uh, and basically there are just some ways of out of home for example is is um you have these geo bump graphs yeah so for example I'm, I don't know if you're familiar but um, let's say I did a subway commercial or a subway campaign in New York yeah, yeah. and it cost me three hundred thousand dollars yeah. and it got exposure a lot of exposure for a month because it's a whole takeover so I assume yeah. to have that I'll have quite a lot more um, visits, for example, to the yeah. website from New York. What can I expect people who are sitting on the subway, what can I expect them to do? Can I expect them to yeah. download the app, go in and start paying right now? Obviously not. Can I expect them to be intrigued enough to go and visit the website or yeah. take a photo of my ad and share it on Twitter or on Instagram? So then, yes, those are expect- those are realistic expectations. So let's take those and, and start measuring that. How do you measure that? So then you can create... Um, how you can create an uplift. You want to see the uplift in, in basically in New York of visits to your website. So you can do that by taking other cities that behave similarly to New York in terms yeah. of their behavior. So we create this control environment. We took like Chicago, Seattle, yeah. whatever it happens to be, these other, other cities that for the three months leading up to your campaign in New York behave very, very similarly to New York. Mm-hmm. And then once you run your cam- campaign in New York, you can then predict what New York should have looked like without your campaign yeah, and then see whatever the delta is, the lift um, from your control. You can see how many extra visits you actually got to the website. And ideally, so, you have analytics set up so you can monitor that. That's the absolutely. And then you have goals within analytics that show you, did they did that traffic from New York spend more than five minutes? Did they did they actually do a trial and how many trials were, were started? 100%, 100%. Yeah. Um, and yeah, of course, we track all of that. So I can tell you 100% that a, camp, a subway campaign does not make sense financially for us in terms of signups, yeah. but it definitely makes sense financially for us in terms of uh, brand awareness and how people feel about your, your product and what they know about your product. Um, those, were, those were big wins for us. For I feel sure. like what you're saying is uh, it's not just about impressions, it's about making an impression. Oh, very nice. That's that's a great catchphrase. You should be in marketing. <laughs> um, for for you, um, wh- yeah. what's next? What's next? What are you excited about for for what you're doing as a creative and and kind of what's what's down the pipe that we can expect from from this channel and and from Monday? So so what I'm excited about for Monday is that despite the fact that we only launched six and a half years ago, we yeah. went from zero to millions of users around the world 
in every single country essentially and it's 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 very inspiring to see how we help uh, all different types of organizations and companies work better together. Um, yeah. And what's exciting about the next stage of Monday is we've just released an apps marketplace, which allows developers all around the world to build apps on top of Monday. Wow. Um, so Monday is the infrastructure for whatever application they want to do. And, yeah. and that's really opening the world to a, a crazy place. Um, I can't even start to begin to explain the practical ramifications or implications mm -hmm. of that. But it's uh, it's it's really really cool. So for example, this cookie machine ran on an app that was built on Monday. So mm. we just wrote some code that connected to Monday, and then now the buttons in Monday, when you change the status from something to done, it moves a physical object in the world. It's incredible. It's incredible. And that's that's really quite cool. Um, and what I'm excited about this channel, wow, yeah. I'm excited to see if I can actually make this work because essentially yeah. what it is is just, you know, you have it, it it's sponsored content. Yeah from within a company i don't think i've ever seen that happen like I, I know if you take nike i mean they have yeah. it but it's when they when they use workout it will create a workout yeah. app for you for example yeah. um and i'm trying to think of any other company that i know and i just don't i just don't know like yeah. red bull will do it has done yeah. it very very well built their yeah. business gopro and red bull built their businesses Incredible. over this yeah. um by creating content channels with their logo everywhere yeah and this is very very similar to that just for, for an online business tool so yeah. um if i can make this work it would be really really fun and exciting and i have a lot of crazy ideas i just don't know if i can get them off the ground and i'm excited to see if i can actually execute so and what i think is what's unique about what you're doing joel is it's it's you mentioned two b2c brands you're doing something in a b2b realm which is it's very rare to see someone kind of be creative with content in the b2b area yeah so so we've actually marketed monday as a b2c since day one even though you're not going to pay us money unless you're a business yeah. um and and we from day one we've been not targeting top-down yeah. buyers not targeting the board or c-level approval mm. but we've been targeting the end user um mm. their specific pains and yeah. offering a solution so um i think the reason we started marketing as a b2c was just because it, it's more effective yeah for us, um, especially in these no-touch tools, like a SaaS product, like Monday, SaaS is software as a service. So it's yeah. in a subscription model like Netflix is. Yeah. And I don't need someone to come and sign on a check through a six-month approval process of $100,000. Yeah. What, what I do need and what our business model until recently was, was to get in on the ground with small teams, 15 yeah. to 50 people. Um, getting them to use us within a company and and you know teams around the world now have autonomy of decision making yeah. when it comes to they have their own credit card they yeah. want to use this tool they swipe it um, for you know a few hundred dollars a month it's not a big deal and then they and that's how we started marketing with B2C um, awesome. and I remember the first time it happened I wasn't even in marketing yeah. yet the company but we we kind of sent this large email out to all of the customer our entire database and we did an ABCD test and yeah. we all, this was very, very early on, and four mm. of us wrote the version and of an email, and um, the other three people wrote really, one of them was really technical, yeah. uh, and the other one was really salesy, mm. uh, and then the one I wrote was just, it was just funny. It was yeah. just a funny email, yeah. um, and it used Prometheus, and it was about the theft of fire, yeah. and it, it just outperformed the other, uh, the other emails by like 300%, and that was the first wow. time I saw that, okay, so jokes, they can actually get people to click yeah. like a lot more. This is no longer, jokes are no longer a joke. Jokes are serious. Yeah. It's a serious business. Let's do it. Um, That's awesome. 
so that was the first time I, I realized very, very clearly with data that, okay, I, this might be a profession that I can actually do. It's incredible. And Joel, I, I want you know, I want our you know, listeners and, and you know, viewers to know, where do you go for inspiration? Is it books, podcasts, kind of, uh, you know, walks by the river? Where, where do you go to get kind of creativity, uh, you know, infusion in your life? So not, not alcohol and stuff like that. You can go there. That works. That works. That's like a walk by the river. Maybe you, you, you drink, you know. So I, walk by the, I, I, um, I have to say I, I read a lot. I read a lot of science fiction okay. um, and a lot of comedy. And that just gets me super, super excited that I want to create. When I read something from, I don't know, uh, Douglas Adams is one of my favorites, Harry Pratchett, Isaac Asimov. Uh, these are authors that are geeks like and if yeah and, and I just think that the way that they use words the, and the, the way that they bring concepts into the world that the way that they have this observation this power of observation of the world that they look at something that I've been looking at every single day my whole life and I've ever thought about it differently and they just come up with this interesting perspective on it it's just uh, it gets me very very excited that's amazing um, so Joe we'll make sure we list those names in the show notes here if people are interested thank oh, you for sharing okay. that Oh, helpful. Yeah, I can, I'll give a bunch of authors I like if you're interested. So, Joel, um, where can people find you? Where can people discover Monday? Oh, okay. So, obviously, if you go to monday.com, you can discover us as a tool, uh, and you can sign up and use it for your actual business applications. Uh, it, it really does help millions of people yeah. around the world, us and our yeah. competitors. I think that there's a lot of room for different types of tools. Yeah. Where can people find... Me specifically, what, what I'm trying to do now on Monday is a YouTube channel called Will It Automate? So just yes. type Will It Automate into YouTube. I'd love for you to come watch the videos, leave some comments, and let me know what you think. Subscribe. Give me some ideas of things to automate um, or terrible ideas that I should try build. I love making stuff in the physical world, so I'd be really happy for anyone listening to this to come give an, give an opinion. It's amazing. And I have to say, if you are interested in motivating your work from home employees, there is a cookie machine available that will yeah. connect to monday.com and feed your employees cookies when they complete tasks. Yeah, that's that's actually true, which I, I am amazed that it is true. That is incredible. And it's for sale. How much does it cost? It costs $69, which, which is... Yeah. Which is, you know, nice number. And I, I never thought, I, I was very skeptical of whether someone would buy or not. Yeah. And we yeah. only launched a few days ago and have hardly pushed it anywhere. And we've actually sold over 80 units, which is amazing. Incredible. I'm blown away by this. The and people you, ship, around the world, you ship all over the world, these units. Yeah, shipping all over the world. Amazing. And only losing a small amount of money on each <laughs> unit. So just... <laughs> um, well. Yeah, we actually we're actually donating the money that we get from every unit because uh, that was the the CEO's idea when when we pitched it. So decided to donate the money to um, yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing, Joel. Thank you for being on the show. This was inspiring, uh, practical, helpful, um, and we hope to have you on the show again. And, and we can look at like six months or a year from now and 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 say, did it work? You know, did did the case work? Uh, Is the show still going? And, and I think what you brought today was this nice balance of like data and ideas mixed with creativity, which I think is that kind of like one-two punch to get incredible work done within, within businesses, which is what you've done, and even pitching to our clients to be able to bring them data mixed with um, creativity. So thank you for that, Joel. Really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This was actually a lot of fun.
Oh, good. Well, um, look forward to an episode with uh, the AI machine, and then we'll have you back again to tell us uh, how the, the channel works. Be great. All Thanks, right. Joel. Thanks. We'll see everyone next week on The Jam. Thanks for listening to Marketing Jam. If you enjoyed the show, head over to our YouTube or Facebook and give us a thumbs up and visit iTunes to leave a rating and review. Thanks again and see you next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.